Well, here we are again, people, and yet another Thursday. It is the, where are we, 5th of October, 2023. Welcome, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, and this is your alternative to the crappy lying BBC, the bullish Bitcoin channel. If you like all things Bitcoin, come and join us twice a week, every Monday, every Thursday, 6 p.m. London, where I will give you some bullish content for 30 to 40 minutes uh, and do my best to keep you motivated, inspired to stack those sats. So welcome, everybody. I can see people joining the chat. For the benefit of anybody new to the channel now or in the future, I've got to go through some stuff here. Firstly, there's a disclaimer there. Read it. No financial advice here, no charts, no TA, no price predictions, nothing like that. Just news, a few tweets, uh, <clears throat> a video of the day, and me talking about Bitcoin. That's all you're going to get. I would encourage you all to check out my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. Nearly 600 videos there, and bitcoininterviews.com. All the interviews that I've done today with some of the greatest minds in the space. Check them out. You can see them down there. And not your keys, not your coins. Please, please, please get your coins off exchanges if you have them on exchanges. Um, people are getting wise to this. When you look at some of the charts that show the coins that are coming off exchanges, the exchanges that are being drained, people are getting that you need to buy your coins, get them off an exchange, Look after your keys yourself and you'll do well. Let me get rid of that. If I quickly shoot to my desktop for one moment, we'll continue. I would encourage you all, go into the desktop, click on the Linktree link and follow me on some of the other platforms that I'm on because I've already had this channel taken down once and I never know if it's going to go down again. And if you're following me on typically there, my backup channel, uh, UK Bitcoiner, um, if this one gets taken down, I'll instantly go live over there. So I would encourage you to follow me on some other platforms. Now, if you're not on the Orange Pill app, I've got to say why. Are you a Bitcoiner? The Orange Pill app is building the social layer of Bitcoin. It allows anyone, me, you, <clears throat> to connect one-on-one -on -one with people that are Bitcoiners and not crap coiners. And that's what I love about it, because crap coiners don't want to pay $20, £20 pounds a year or $2.99 a month. Um, so we tend to wheedle out the chaff by putting a price on it, which I think is really, really neat. And quite honestly... I'm very happy to pay 20 quid a year to be able to chat with other Bitcoiners. And I've connected with many of them all around the world. OK, so before we get into the show, let's have a very quick look at what's going on with the Bitcoin price. Uh, I don't know if you noticed earlier, but there was a bit of a pump. And now we've clearly had a little bit of a dump there. Oh, hang on a minute. My button's not on. Let me... Uh, Move that and then put the log chart in place and you'll see that all's good with Bitcoin. All you need to focus on or care about, not the day-to-day -day price, is how many sats you can get for every dollar that you've got. Currently, 3,647 sats will get, one dollar will get you 3,647 sats. So, Please don't come on this channel and say, I can't afford to buy any Bitcoin because you can, because you can get a flipping dollar's worth. 
Let me get rid of that. Okay, so I want to get into the show in earnest. I've got a lot to get through. I tried to keep this to 30, 35 minutes, but there's a lot of content that I've come across that I want to get covering with you all. The first thing, and we haven't quite finished yet, is a warning. Okay, now, uh, whoops, hang on. You see, my technology just let me down and it didn't work. It did now. There's a warning coming up. Okay, if you see anything like inside this red box underneath my videos in the comments, it might say contact me on WhatsApp or whatever. This one doesn't, but it might say WhatsApp. Please ignore it. It is not me. Scammers are constantly doing this to all podcasters, including me, and they're looking for those gullible noobs that don't understand. And interestingly, Stephen Redding is a regular on our show. Uh, he's in the chat right now. And even Stephen messaged me saying, um, is this you? Um, we did that on the Orange Pill app, I have to say. There you go. Another benefit of being on the Orange Pill app. And Stephen and I had a conversation. No, it's not me. I will never say, uh, I've got a great offer for you. Or send me 0.1 Bitcoin, I'll send you 0.2 back. Or contact me on WhatsApp using this number. These are scammers. And the more... Uh, your channel grows, the more you get scammed. I tend to put a few comments on British Hoddle's videos, and I am just bombarded with scammers coming back the other way. I haven't got a bigger channel as he has, so I try to go in and remove them. But of course, if the channel got crazy big, I just wouldn't be able to. So you need to be aware, this is not me. These are scammers on with the show. Whoa, hang on. Before we get on with the show, yeah, let's do this bit. Um, look, if you're not aware of it, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't aware of it till I saw this tweet. <clears throat> October the 5th, that is today. October the 5th marks the anniversary of the date on which the first Bitcoin user calculated a Bitcoin price, indicating they were willing to buy or sell the digital coins. At the time, he reached the conclusion that, think of this, people, 1,309 Bitcoin were worth a dollar. Can you just imagine 1,309 Bitcoins for one dollar? Meaning that a single US dollar could buy the Bitcoin produced by 26 blocks. People, you were early back then. We're still early right now. In a decade, when you say to somebody you could have bought 3,649 sats for $1, they'll laugh at you. But I'm telling you, that is coming. Back to me for a minute before we get into the show. Okay, who have we got in the chat? Let's have a look. Whoops, wrong key. Well, hang on a second. I'm trying to move this. Right, I want to give you a shout out. So Chazoid is with us. Uh, welcome, Chaz. Paul is in the house. John G. Casso, good to see you. Don't know whether you're still with us. You did comment earlier. Uncle Hodler is with us. Um, who else have we got? Um, Elaine, Mrs. UK, great support as always. Uh, John G., Yorkie Bitcoiner. Michael Weber, <laughs> Sussex by the sea. Well, yeah, absolutely. Nearer to the sea than me at the moment, I'll say that. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoin, I've said that. <laughs> What's the I mean? uh, Matt Underhill, good to see you, Matt. Uh, Barry, Barefoot Barry coming in from New Zealand. Johnny Midas coming in from the desert in the US. Stephen Redding, already mentioned. Uh, who else have we got? Badge Dobnik, good to see you, Badge. UK Bitcoin Farmer is with us. Good to see you as well. If anyone wants to get my attention, 
Just type in UK Bitcoin Master, then your message, and hopefully I'll see it light up in orange and I'll read it out. So, okay, I want to get back to the desktop and let's get on with the show. Okay, so what I'm trying to do is help you all to understand, and I'm, I'm sure I'm talking to the converted. Oh, brilliant. Good to see you still here, Casso. I know I'm preaching to the converted. What I do is hope that out of the people that join me that are in the Bitcoin echo chamber already, there is going to be one or two that find this channel that might need to listen to what I'm trying to say. So the thumbnail said the many reasons why you should buy and hold Bitcoin, and they are too numerous to mention, whether it's corrupt bankers, whether it's governments and their totalitarian methodologies, CBDCs. Um, there are so many reasons to hold Bitcoin. The inflation of our money, the the debasement of our money, i.e. if you're new, you, your money's buying you less and less and less. And I sometimes put up a, a an image of <clears throat> three uh, three um, shopping trolleys, so supermarket trolleys, and what you could get for $100 or pounds say, 10 years ago, what you could get five years ago, and what you could get today. And you'll see for the same £100, um, it is getting less and less and less. And most people don't understand this. So there are so many reasons that you should buy and hold Bitcoin to store your wealth. So the first ones we'll get into is what I call the FUD news. Okay, the sort of news <clears throat> that a noob would see and read or hear and go, ooh, Perhaps I shouldn't have got into this Bitcoin thing after all. Let's get into some of them. Okay, this one here from investing.com said, Bitcoin fumbles as Bankman Freed's day of reckoning begins. Okay, so if you're brand new and you've just invested some money, you might see Bitcoin fumbles and think, oh, crikey, what's, what decision have I made? Which brings me right back to what I always show at the top of the show. You will not go through any down emotions if you understand that Bitcoin has been in a bull market in an upwards 30% left to right direction as per this chart since it came into existence. Now, that doesn't mean it's not going to have highs and lows and, and crashes and pumps. Yes, it's going to. It's volatile. It's finding its price. There's price discovery going on. There's adoption going on. But if you zoom out and stop looking at the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, or even year-to-year -year chart, you will see that we are constantly in an upward direction. Darren Jarvis, welcome. Good to see you. Okay, so you've got these scammers that will still try and run off with your dosh. And here's a Bitcoin scammer um, who was actually snared by his victims has just been sentenced. Um, let me read this out. It says, a Bitcoin scammer who was uncovered and prosecuted by his victims has been given a suspended prison sentence. Why suspended? Lock him up. He's ripping people off. Uh, Doeed Osman Khan, 50, warned investors about online scams and said he would help them avoid falling prey to con artists while all also making the money. But he stole thousands from people across the world, including Teesside and Canada. Teesside Crown Court heard. Khan from Shropshire was jailed for 15 months, suspended for 18 after admitting seven counts of fraud. He was prosecuted after victims investigated the, the man they knew as Danny Turner. Why? Lock him up and chuck the keys away. He's wrecked people's lives. He's taken money from people that half the time are their hard-earned savings 
He's a freaking scammer and the world is littered with them. And we have to be mindful that they are out there because every minute of every day, people, they are trying to take your Bitcoin. So be mindful of that. Coindesk, EU proposals for a wholesale CBDC could be out within weeks. The head of France's central bank has said a central bank digital currency usable by financial markets is moving faster than a more controversial plan targeting regular citizens. It is coming. Whatever form they're going to take, these central bank digital currencies are galloping towards us and they are going to control your every movement, everything you do. Anytime you speak ill of maybe a government or a council, they'll dock you. They'll take money straight out of your bank. If you get a speeding ticket, they'll take money instantly from your bank. That's not a world I want to live in. That is one of the reasons I Bitcoin. Then, Chainalysis acts as another 15% of staff. Good. Chainalysis, trying to track every transaction we do. You know, these companies... They can go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, let them keep axing the staff. More and more people are working ways around not doing KYC and buying KYC-free Bitcoin. So up yours, Chainalysis. Sorry uh, for saying that. Okay, X, formerly Twitter, now collects more data than ever, including biometrics. Another reason to move to Noster, okay, Nostra is the alternative to Twitter um, that you should be getting your head around. You can download da the Damas app on your phone or if you're on a Mac like I am. You can download Amethyst, the app, if you are on an Android. You can download Iris on the uh, iOS Apple operating system and just Get used to it. Get familiar. Yes, it's going to be clunky. Yes, it's new, but it's no different to how Twitter was maybe 2012, 2013, when really I'd heard the name and thought, what a weird name. But um, get on it because it complements Bitcoin so well. Um, Barefoot Barry, Adam. Ah, Bitcoin Mice is back with us. Good to see you in the house, Adam. So with over 500 million users, such a system-wide collection of extremely sensitive data poses huge security threats and, uh, and privacy risks. Even more concerning is the provision that X will collect information about the location of users and their private messages, which may constitute mass surveillance, said Michael Kleinman, director of Silicon Valley Initiative at Amnesty International. It's coming, people. By the way, if any of you in the chat just earlier donated 5,000 sats to Wallet of Satoshi, thank you whoever you are or were, and if you're not in my chat and you pick this up at some later stage, I'm always appreciative when somebody drops a few sats. Thank you, whoever you are. You've got the Argentine economy minister, Sergio Massa, proposes national digital currency. It's coming. I keep saying that. Sergio Massa, Argentine economy minister and presidential candidate, has announced that if elected, his new government plan would include launching a national digital currency that so local media has called the crypto peso. Massa also stated that his plan would involve a tax reduction for transactions that use this new currency. Question, why would he do that? Maybe it's got something to do with this guy who is totally outspoken about the corruptness of banks, 
da 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 da. He has won his, I think, local by-elections or whatever they call them out there. Javier Millet is a big fan of Bitcoin. And maybe game theory is at play again, where the central bank out there have said, holy cow, this guy is gathering momentum, pace. He's gathering votes. We've got to do something about this. I don't know. But you've got to read between the lines of why they may come out with that and why they may also offer a reduction in taxes for their citizens to do that. Whereas this guy's called it out as just a load of scammers. British Hoddle's in the house. Good to see you, dude. Thank you for your support um, on my live show. Much appreciated. So if we get into some positive news now, um, major portfolio shift towards Bitcoin. What is this about? In a comprehensive evaluation of global market dynamics, Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst and Chartered Market Technician, or CMT, uh, Jamie Coots, has opined on the shifting sands of financial asset volatility, with bonds potentially falling out of favour and Bitcoin cementing its place as a debasement hedge. It's coming, people. It is galloping towards us. And as British Hodder was said on his last handful of videos, you've got to aim to get to one Bitcoin. Maybe you can't afford and don't think you'll ever get there. But do your best. What can you give up, sell, stop going, doing, eating, drinking, whatever, to tighten your belt a little bit and have some kind of goal to get to one whole Bitcoin? And I concur with that. If you get to one Bitcoin, I believe in the future, you'll be revered as a real hardened Bitcoiner. And as uh, British Hoddle said in a recent video that I quoted on my show, you know, you'll be the elite. You really, really will. So give it some consideration and work like hell to get to one Bitcoin. I don't think you can go far wrong there. <coughs> Excuse me. Elon Musk. Yeah, he you know, he heads up X and they're collecting all this data, which I flipping hate. But also he's then out there calling fiat currency a scam, which we know it is. Obviously, MW, welcome. Um, Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, called fiat currency a scam. Responding to a social media debate about normalized scams, Musk threw his weight behind what many in the Bitcoin community have been arguing for years, that the traditional monetary system is fundamentally flawed, which we know it is. You know, yeah, he's got a lot of influence and I'm all for this type of message getting out. I'm not for all the data collection and, you know, everything, the biometrics, are, you know, the one of the earlier... Um, publications was talking about that I uh, just covered. So it's all going on, people. You've got to see the woods through the trees. You've got to find the positives amongst the negatives. In actual fact, I could stop doing these shows and say to you all, look, everything I cover is just noise. If you can just tune out the noise and stack your Bitcoin and get a goal to get one whole Bitcoin before that window closes you're not going to go far wrong. What I'm trying to do here, I guess, is bring you a bit of news as to what, if you're a noob, is going on out there that you need to be mindful of. But you could tune it all out and just stack sats to one Bitcoin and you won't go far wrong, I can tell you. 
how Bitcoin blockchain is fighting fraud in Guatemala's presidential elections. Thanks to Open Timestamps, a tool created by Bitcoin developer Peter Todd uh, a few years ago, Guatemala tech startup SimpleProof is able to safeguard key documents about the country's presidential elections from fraud and tampering. Now, isn't that a good thing when you look at all the, the hoo-ha around election rigging, you know, um, vote rigging, corruption in voting, etc. Mind you, that said, I'm a hardened Bitcoiner who hates politicians on either side of the aisle. Um, I just believe that the masses, they can't stand what he or she's doing, so they vote the other guy or gal in because the other guy or gal promises them everything, and then once they get in, delivers nothing. So they put up with that for two, three, four years, and then the next gal from the other one or guy says, now nah, I can do better than that. I'll make sure you get this, and I'll make sure you get that. And then the masses vote that person in, and then they don't deliver, and it just goes on like this through generations. They're corrupt. When you look at how much money they physically earn and yet the assets that they have, what is going on that they can afford? The luxury lifestyle, the two or three houses, sometimes the US guys have got jets. I mean, you could mention someone like Nancy Pelosi. Where's all her net worth come from? You know, same as Elizabeth Warren. They're as corrupt as hell, all of them. The point is, you're not going to get away from them. In our lifetimes, I don't believe, they're always going to be politicians. So if we can nail it down so they can't corrupt and rig elections, I guess that can be a good thing. Okay, uh, a few tweets that I came across uh, before I run my little video of the day. Uh, uh, sorry, mate, caught up on... Oh, Mark, MW, don't worry, mate. It's absolutely cool. It's good that you support it anyway. So a few tweets that I found that I thought that might be worth sharing with you. Apparently in the US, they've just got rid of the House Speaker and got this new guy in who's pro-Bitcoin. Um, so the third most powerful position in the US government apparently is pro-Bitcoin, which I guess can only be a good thing. I earlier mentioned also that, you know, the, the, the Bitcoin is flying off of exchanges at a crazy rate. And here's a chart, a chart from Bitcoin magazine that shows just that. Over $220 million of Bitcoin were taken off exchanges yesterday. This was a day or so ago. It is coming off exchanges there's going to be no liquidity, people. More and more people now are taking their Bitcoin into self-custody. They're hodling for dear life. They're not letting go of their Bitcoin, which means when an ETF comes, when a halving comes, when the big guns come into this thing, there's going to be a, a price squeeze. Number has got to go up. It can't stay where it's at. Number must go up. And that's what we buy and hold for years for. I've been holding um, since early 2017 when I stacked a load of Bitcoin when I first heard about it. I've held them for six and a half years. And even with the brutal bear market we've been through, I am still 13x my initial investment on those Bitcoins. So was that a good investment? Would you invest a certain amount of money today if you knew in six and a half, seven years you could get a 13x return. So start now if you're just finding this channel for the first time and buy it and store it safely and hold it 
and then get on with your life and just be patient. You need to learn patience in Bitcoin, I can tell you. Because if you are coming to Bitcoin to put some money in this month to get rich next month, you're going to get wrecked. Go and find something else to do. Bitcoin isn't for you. Yeah, Paul, class of 2019. That's a good time to get in. Right when the bear market was in full flight. Actually, 2018 was probably the worst of it. But 2018 and 19 were bear market years. What a good time to get in, Paul. Well done, you. I take my hat off to you, sir. I saw this one from Carnivore Aurelius. I love that name. Think about this. When Rome was falling, they constantly had circuses to distract people. Remember that when you see everything that's going on, which really encapsulates everything I've been talking about for the last 25 minutes, that everything I cover is bread and circuses. What they do is they... Uh, the, the best example I can give you is last year, if you can remember the Chinese balloons over the US and all that malarkey, that was just to take all your focus away from the amount of money they were sending over to Ukraine. Seriously. Um, um, it's called bread and circuses because it's meant to distract you and it does distract the masses. Okay, look, I don't want to get into what's going on out there or who, what I believe's going on. All I know is this. If you strip the layers back and look into what's going on, you'll come out with a different conclusion than what, than what you think is going on. That's my personal belief anyway, and I'll move on. Dr. Saifedina Moose, I'm trying to get him to come on my channel and do an interview with him, but he's not connecting with me. I am trying, really. One, I love this. Once the wheel was invented, destroying any particular wheel would not have destroyed the idea of the wheel. The idea would have lived on in the minds of everyone who saw it and it could be reproduced indefinitely. Bitcoin is out of the box. People can try and replicate it. People can try and kill it, but it's out of the box, and there is no way of getting it back in the box. And it is going to move on every 10 minutes, churning out a block, whether you or I do anything about it or whether we don't, whether BlackRock do anything about it or whether they don't, whether they try an EMP attack or they try quantum computing attack, Bitcoin is going to move on TikTok next block until 2141 when the last block will be mined. That is set in stone and nobody can change it. There's talk at the moment. I saw Adam Meister's tweet um, earlier. You know, they were talking about, you know, if BlackRock forks off, creates a fork, and then they say they've got the real Bitcoin, make changes we don't like. Hey, hold your Bitcoin hold it securely, and then when they fork, you can dump that in and turn it right back into the correct Bitcoin, and then that chain will die. It's as simple as that. I did that in 2017 with B Gold, with B Cash, with BSV, with Hex. I got Hex for free. I held it for that year. Yes, it's a scam, but I got it for free because I was a Bitcoin holder, and then I got out of Hex after it had been locked up for a year, and I think don't quote me, but it might have been something like $4,000 worth of hex that was bang, turned straight into Bitcoin. The same would happen with the fork from BlackRock. So let them go do it, people. 
Just buy, hold your Bitcoin, and whatever you've got in Bitcoin, you would then get the equivalent in BlackRock coin, whatever they want to call it, and then you can dump that and turn it into Bitcoin, just like I did and just like others did. Just keep that in mind. Do not worry about this FUD that they come out with, that BlackRock wants you know, their monopoly and how much Bitcoin they've got. They'll go in and they can change the chain. Yeah, they can. But they won't change who decides out of the node runners like me and everybody around the world which chain we will call the real Bitcoin. Get it? When you understand this stuff, you don't worry about this sort of FUD. I certainly don't. Samson Mel tweeted, Bitcoin is the one chance we have to fix the world. If we take unnecessary risks to tweak the protocol and add fancy features, we're risking another 1,000 years of fiat slavery. I agree entirely. Bitcoin will become the base layer of money. It's supposed to be clunky and slow. That is why Lightning is built on top and liquid and everything else. If you look at the monetary system today, you've got the base layer of money, which used to be gold, okay? And then everything was built on top and you had PayPal and you had credit cards and everything. It's the same with Bitcoin. We don't want all this fancy stuff on top of it. Ordinals and monkey JPEGs and goodness knows what. I agree with Samson Mel. Whether you in the chat disagree with me, it is what it is. I believe we should not screw up Bitcoin. It is working. Leave it be. Leave the block size as they are. TikTok, next block. Build and innovate on top of it is what I believe. So I'm with Samson Mel there. Bitcoin therapist tweeted, if you own at least one Bitcoin, you are in the top 2% of all addresses that exist today. If Bitcoin absorbs 10% of today's global assets around 40 trillion in valuation, then one Bitcoin equals $1.9 million. Current price, 27K. People, if 5%, you've got a Bitcoin, just a fraction under a million dollars, is that not worth building up to one whole coin whilst you still can, whilst the price is down low enough that the regular person like you and I could actually get one whole Bitcoin? As British Hoddle has said, the window is closing. It really is. Sure you'll be able to get 0.1 of a Bitcoin, 0 0.2, 0 0.01, 0 0.02 as it grows. But how would you feel if you got to one Bitcoin while you still can and then you sat back on that for a decade? Just think about it, people. Get a bit of vision about you. Vision, according to the dictionary, is the ability to see something that hasn't yet manifest, i.e. see something that ain't here yet but you know is coming. And one of the th passion things that I've got, I believe I've got very strongly, is a good vision of where this thing is going. But you've got to batten down the hatches and you've got to dig in for the long haul. You've got to buy it. You've got to store it safely. And you've got to get on with your life and stop worrying about each day what the price is. That's, excuse me, what you've got to do. Okay. So on to today's video, everything's been around about stacking Bitcoin, doing what you can to get to one Bitcoin, holding your Bitcoin securely, etc. Now, I know I show this dude a lot, but this is a guy that's put his money where his mouth is. And there's a couple of really short clips. One of them is from a Miami conference a couple of years ago. 
but you probably know already who that is, and that's Michael Saylor. I just want to let it run and listen to what he's saying, people. He has put all of his companies and his personal money where his mouth is. He's buying it, he's holding it, and he's saying you hold it forever. Have a listen. Jack Dorsey said, Bitcoin is an instrument of economic empowerment. I heard those words, they stuck with me my entire life. When I first bought Bitcoin, I said, it's the world's greatest digital gold network. It's going to be better than Apple computer. But when I heard Jack Dorsey speak, I said, Bitcoin is an instrument of empowerment for 8 billion people. It's an ethical good. It's a utilitarian entitlement to all 8 billion people in the world. It gives property rights. It gives freedom. It gets a hope of sovereignty. That's a little bit better than the value proposition of Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft. When I owned Apple stock, I didn't think it was going to cure half of the ills in the world and provide property rights to everybody in China or Africa. I just thought it was a really good investment with so much leverage, it was unstoppable. Like Amazon's unstoppable, like Google's unstoppable, like Bitcoin is unstoppable. However, the difference with Bitcoin is it's not just unstoppable, it's inevitable and it's ethical. So for that reason, I think it's the most important thing I've ever done. It's unstoppable. It's ethical. It's inevitable. And you know something? As Bitcoin Meister says time and time again, don't put people up on pedestals. What I'm trying to do, because I've got a small YouTube following, is lend credibility to those that find my channel that what I'm saying is making a whole bunch of sense. And if a billionaire is saying this, the same as me, that lends credibility to what I'm trying to say. MSP ETH. Mike, it is so good to see you here, sir. I haven't seen you for ages. I hope you're well. One more clip from Sailor, and we'll pull the show to a close. My point here is every one of you knows someone. Go tell a CEO. Go tell your father. Go tell your mother. Go tell somebody yep. that Bitcoin's going to change the world, and they should figure out more about it. Because the number one thing you can do is educate the world on Bitcoin and let people know they need to figure out Bitcoin. And every one of you does make a difference because I would never get those meetings if it wasn't like some, someone that went and said, you got to pay attention. And my last point to you, you do not sell your Bitcoin. <laughs> Thank you. You do not sell your Bitcoin. I believe the financial instruments to borrow safely against it are out there. They're galloping towards us. And I believe if we hang on, we will be able to leverage our Bitcoin safely, securely, because banks, they will do anything. They will give you crazy interest rates to get hold of your Bitcoin for liquidity. But I believe it will look different. We will hold our own keys. They'll be ours. It'll be secure. I don't know how that's going to look. I've just got a feeling that we will not need to sell our Bitcoin. There was that meme, wasn't there, with Neo and the other the fella, uh, what's his name, the, the black guy out of um, The Matrix. He said, you mean, uh, I, I, uh, I can't, something about, I think he said to him, when, when the time's right, you won't need to sell your Bitcoin. I'm butchering the meme, but I guess you understand what I mean. Don't sell your Bitcoin. Okay, today's quote. I love quotes. If something is important enough, even if the odds are against you, you should still do it. Again, sorry I've used Mr. Musk again, but it's true, isn't it? If something is important enough, even if the odds are against you, you should still do it. Is Bitcoin 
and its global adoption and making the world a better place important enough to you? If it is, you've got... Thank you, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. It was on the tip of my tongue, Johnny Midas. Thank you. Um, yeah, great dude. Um, you've got to do it. Now, go back to Sailor for a minute. You've got to tell everyone you know. So many people are petrified of mentioning it to their family or their friends or their co-workers for fear of ridicule. They never, they never tell you, oh, I don't want to be ridiculed or laughed at. I don't want to be asked a question I can't answer. They're just scared. I'm not. I go everywhere fully prepared that I'm going to ask somebody if they've ever heard of Bitcoin. Both my wife and I have got our little Bitcoin cards that we put our debit card inside. And then we, when we scan the PO uh, proof of stake machine, all the lights flash and it says uh, it's better with Bitcoin. And all we're doing is looking for somebody that might see that and go, ooh, you just paid for Bitcoin. No, I didn't. But you know about Bitcoin. It's a conversational conversation starter. So my lovely wife does that all the time. I do it all the time. But I'm a bit more bullish in as much as if somebody's going to stand and talk to me, I'm going to ask me if they heard of Bitcoin. Because I don't care if they say no to me. There's an old saying in the network marketing industry that I've been in for 27 years. And that is some will, some won't. So what? Next. Someone else is waiting. Okay, I don't care if somebody wants to turn their nose up at me when I mention Bitcoin. I don't care if they roll their eyes. I'll just go and tell somebody else. And if I tell people someone two or three times and they take no notice, their loss, I move on. It's as simple as that. Okay, so this coming Saturday, you guys that are in the 20, um, 21 million go, get in there. We've got another a Zoom meeting coming up Saturday evening. So I hope you've all got the emails. Sometimes some of you respond and say thanks, but I haven't heard from anyone. So I'm hoping you all got the email. But 8 p.m. London, as always, we're going to chew the fat, have a beer or two, get to know each other, talk Bitcoin. If Johnny Midas is in the chat like he always is, it's going to be a right laugh. Um, if you want to know how you could be part of the 21 Million Club, reach out to me. There's several ways you can do that. If you go into my Linktree address, there's some way you can connect with me in there, I'm sure. Um, you've got to be a Bitcoiner. You've got to support this show. You've got to not be, sorry, Johnny Midas, somebody that swears a lot, um, and a Bitcoin-only guy. And then you can become part of the 21 Million Club. We only go live once a month and chat with each other, and it's just a bundle of fun. So I'm looking forward to Saturday. I hope you guys are too. Last but not least, if you want to support me and that person that did donate those 5,000 sats before the show started again, if you're in the chat, thank you so much. Every sat is always appreciated. And I do the same and donate it to people, particularly out there on Noster, etc. So we're just all moving those sats around. If you want to support me, you can send some sats. Or you can just simply keep your sats and spend three dollars, three quid, wherever your crappy fee at, and buy me a cup of coffee from anywhere in the world. You don't have to do any of that stuff, but if you want to, there's a way to do it. Wow, we're done, people. That is it. That's another show done. I'm going to be back on Monday, 6 p.m. London. If you like bullish content and conversation, please come and join me. Um, Please leave a comment in the show notes after the live stream has ended because it really does mess up YouTube's algorithm. Uh, I'll be back on Monday. All it leaves me to do is wish you, wherever you are, a great morning, 
afternoon, evening. Have a fantastic weekend, you all. And I will see you all on Monday. Tweet this out. Share it with your friends. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. This is your bullish Bitcoin channel. Signing off for now. Social media links coming up. Catch you all on Monday.